I'm known as the Disney Princess Funeral Director in this area, and I'm really not upset about it. Absolutely. You can swear. Yes, okay. I encourage. We talk about way like absurd things. I think swearing would be the least of my issues about the oh things that God. we get into on this. All right, I mean, I'll see an innocent, but I got a trailer trash now. <laughs> yeah, you got to bring the heat. I love it, Brittany. <laughs> you are you are uh, a front of the scenes funeral director, if you will. Some would say you were the Connor of your funeral home. Tell us what it's like to not get your hands dirty every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've had a small box of gloves there for at least three months. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go through my gloves too often, but when I do. <laughs> oh, you shred them, I imagine, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, my rings, my nails, I guess, no, no. You know what, at the end of the day, my parents want out there. This is a business. There is operations. There is the survivors. As we all say here, you know, we're more fearful of the living than the dead. It is taking care of these families first and foremost and their emotions, their needs, and also the business. You know, we are trying to make sure that our services are provided in the most peaceful and compassionate way yep. uh, you can call this job HR from the top bottom because you need to make sure at all times that these families emotions are taken care of so yep. starting from there then you also have this presence uh, I don't know when it started but funeral homes that they're money-hungry businesses you know we want to make sure everyone knows yes but we're a part of life we are here we got a license we went to school for this right we want to take care of the dead no so we are so at the end of the day yeah. we're going to give back our mo- the money that we make here as a business to the community so on top of being a funeral director and taking care of the deceased and the families i also i pride myself on being a very involved community member yeah so I think the best compliment I've gotten since I became licensed was, wow, you're not a regular funeral director. Yeah. And the thing is, that makes me feel good. But I also look at my dad's generation, my grandpa, my great grandpa's generation. They were people's favorite people. Like once you get to know a funeral director, you love them. I see you and Connor. You guys have that great personality. All these funeral directors are great people. And we're finally putting that barrier down that we are yeah. real people who love life. And we just, we have that calling to help people during their darkest times. And, and you and I have been bred upon that, but those special people who have this calling to become a funeral director, they are helping so many people out there. Like yes. it's just, it's insane. So I want to be the community uh, PR front of the sure. funeral and hey, we're not all dark, gloomy, and how the media puts that we're money hungry and we don't, we just have a dollar amount. Right. We have a service we provide to the community, but we're also there forever 
and we're here the community. So yeah. I kind of feel like that's my role as um, a licensed funeral director taking care of the ins and outs of being a funeral director. As we joke around, I'm not, uh, <laughs> uh, or I'm not the one who's embalming. Right. Uh, let me grab my my notes about. Okay, so <laughs> this is what a uh, this is how you cut open, and we're looking for the artery or the vein. I don't know. No. The funny thing is, I went through school so easily, so I'm definitely yeah. book smarts when it comes to that. But sure. I do see, I don't know if this is like our region of New York, but the training isn't there. So maybe if I was trained a little bit more on hands in school, I would have more of that, you know, in. But right. once I got back to the family business, it was like, you have to pull the weeds, you have to mow the grass, you have to clean the toilets, you have to make sure that our website's up to date. You have to make sure that you're there for the families going to pre-need events. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, then after I go on a removal at 1 a.m., I have to embalm a 300 body, a 300 right. pound body. And, you know, it's just, you know your strengths and weaknesses. So I guess that's where I can start at. Yeah, um, there's a lot to digest there. I guess for our listeners, first of all, this is Brittany. Oh my God! <laughs> I know I, I jumped us right in because you were flowing right there. She uh, is a funeral director in New York, Glenville Funeral Home. Look her up on Instagram. She is so much better than us. She is great content to watch. But um, anyway, so that that was your wonderful introduction from me. Um, but we, Wait, we've, you said you edit this stuff. Oh, this is this is all going on the live version, so don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Now they all know I don't shut up. My poor husband. Just imagine my husband. No, <laughs> I, I literally work. I'm like this and this and that happened. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I literally well, well, you have to get it off your chest to someone, um, you know, which is why I do this, so I don't blather to all the rest of the people in my life, oh and that's God. why I. I, I bombard people on social media. But um, you had so many great points there. Um, we've we've known each other for the past year through social media and stuff and um, a lot of great dynamic with with Connor, my brother as well. Um, but what you said, other people, you don't want to deal with the dead body. So like we will do that for you. And then on top of that, we are going to give you all this service. And it's such an important aspect. And like you were saying, Brittany, there are a million different things that go on behind the scenes, especially at a smaller or not even shouldn't say smaller, a family funeral home. There's so many things that you have to do on a day-to-day -day basis. So not every single person is able to do all the things. And you know, I just make fun because uh, that's that's the way, that's our dynamic. But it's so true that we need to be focused on our relationship in the community, how we're presenting our funeral home to everyone else that's in our area and getting our name out there and being in front of families. So there's so much value that is had in each little aspect of the funeral home. And it's impossible to focus on each thing and give it the amount of effort that you want to. So I think it's awesome that you have really kind of sunk your teeth into that aspect of funeral service. And it's something that I know a lot more funeral homes should be taking more advantage of from uh, kind of, I guess, a PR perspective, a advertising perspective, just kind of more like front of the 
front of the business, actual business side of things, because we get caught up in helping our families so much that we kind of lose touch maybe about like, hey, there are these other things that are as high of a priority for us to succeed in the future. And I think that's what you do uh, extremely well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you have another question? Because you know I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <let's laughs> I don't want to no, I want you to talk. That's why we're here. It's for I me know. to ask one question oh, and for you to go sure. on for 20 minutes because it makes my job easier. <laughs> oh, well, I know. Jeez. It's tell only been nine minutes and 25 seconds. So <laughs> don't make fun of me there. Tell us. No, tell us. It, it's just, yeah, it's it's a beautiful job what we do. Yeah. And it's beautiful how they're like, I remember your dad from so-and-so, what they yeah. did. I come from an Italian background. My mom and Mimi, they used to plant thousands of plants outside of the funeral home, which, you know, the beauty of this place, if you've ever seen it, it does draw people I, I kid you not, I'm out there gardening one day, and people are like, do you have any uh, availability for today? They thought we were a spa. So wow. I'm not even kidding. Like, it, we, we put pride on the, the location, awesome. the beauty of the – no, it, it is beautiful. you got to go on their social media, everyone listening, and, like, go take a look because it is that beautiful. And it's funny that you're saying that my hands are literally ripped to shreds from, like, gardening all day at the funeral home. That's so funny. So like you know, oh, yeah, I had to get my nails done because that's part. Like for the show, a, right? <laughs> you own a funeral home. You know, you have to do everything. You know, of course, you can uh, hire somebody that you trust, but nothing yeah. than seeing my dad on his little lawnmower. Taking, he just he loves this place so much. So there's yeah. the ground. But then there's also the the family touches. Like people remember my mom. She used to make the pasta and the meatballs and uh, bring over. The, I I used to be little Brittany bringing over the trays to calling hours to the family. So uh, these little family touches that we will always have. Um, I don't cook for anything. So now it's cookie <laughs> trays from the local Italian uh, bakery over there, <laughs> or we get from uh, Mar a Marcella restaurant. But the thing is, what we also do is we just like make sure that every experience here is personalized as you, when you're here, your family. I, I think yeah. I just said Olive Garden. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. yeah but, the most authentic Italian restaurant of all time. I, I know. And it's, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of crazy as a fourth generation funeral director. Yeah. You, you see people who come in these doors are like, I remember your grandfather. I yep. remember your great grandfather, and let me tell you, Whoa. I mob. like let me tell you some stories, okay? <laughs> There's some funny stuff back then. You could get away with anything. And and that's probably and why he became a funeral director is to cover up all the nonsense that was going on, uh, you know, behind the scenes. He wasn't a carpenter, but he was putting them somewhere. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's just like the roots of this community is yeah. so strong. We have General Electric around here, so all the old GE families. Sure. That's a strong unit. And that's so nice. Uh, when I look back on it, it's 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 really astonishing to see what we've done in this community. Uh, right. But back to like now, what we're doing is um, families want direct cremations; they don't want any services. And uh, we pride ourselves on being a funeral home that still does sixty percent traditional, which is yeah. great. Absolutely That's great. where we are too. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that one time and, mm -hmm. um, 
that's wonderful because they have that that part of them that can have um, the ritual that they're used to. But I hate using the word closure, but they get to see their loved one and have that experience, whether it's cremation afterwards, to yeah. do whatever they want with the, the cremains afterwards, yeah. or burial in a beautiful cemetery somewhere. Right. Why I say that's so important is I have my own experience where my beautiful aunt passed away. She uh -huh. used to wear her, her jewelry. Like, <laughs> I kind of feel like she's like part of me sometimes. Jewelry, her makeup. She had like a special queen spot at the bar at a local Italian restaurant. <laughs> she was like the queen of Schenectady, call it. Okay. When she passed away, it was at our family firm. I go there expecting a casket. It's an urn. And for some reason, in my heart, I'm like, I didn't get to see the queen one last time. Yeah. Like, I literally kind of forget that she has passed away. I know that's weird to say, but a mental blockage that I never got to see her in a casket and say my goodbyes to her yeah. mortal body, that yeah. it kind of trips you out a little bit. No doubt. Yeah, but however, the beauty about cremation is you can do just every anything with the cremains afterwards so right. um it opens up a lot of different it does so i always tell people whatever you want but just know that you have these options is the most important and the thing about when i do the marketing people just don't know they have these options yeah you don't know what a ceremonial casket is is that a rental casket well <laughs> yeah but you still have the option to have Sorry, I'm going to say best of both worlds. Sorry, I just said yeah. that. But no, you know what I true. mean. Yeah. And it just getting the word out about education about the funeral business is important. Um, it is. What you can and can't do, and what we will provide to you. That's yeah. what I want to do with marketing on top of saying, hey, we're going to be here forever. We pride ourselves on being family owned. Give it back to the family, give it back to the community. So, yes. I'm with you a hundred percent. It's, it's just so cool. And I love what you were saying about like the closure part and it just made, I had like a weird thought. It was like, isn't it bizarre that, that we're able to do this? Like you're able to see your loved one looking their, I mean, hopefully you would their best after they're already dead. And it's something that like, I, I know this every day. I deal with this every day, but the way you kind of phrase it, I was like, that is such a weird concept that it's like, it's a, it's amazing. And it's, I don't know, I'm not high. I promise you. It sounds like I am from the way I'm talking because it's like, it's such a, it, it's a unique thing and it's a special thing that we really do. And when you kind of zoom out a little bit and then think about it that way, it's like, wow, that, that, that's, oh, that is that's the best feeling when somebody was passing away from cancer and they didn't yeah. look the way they did for the last 10 years and all of a sudden you're like, you brought my mom back. And when I say you, they mean Alicia or Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you met Alicia, right? Alicia was on the podcast uh, before. If you haven't listened to that episode, she is almost as good as Brittany. I'm kidding, Alicia. But no, um, <laughs> Alicia is the funniest, she most down-to-earth person I've ever met. And you have to talk to Mike because let me tell you, he is 
my brother from another mother. Even though people think we're married all the time. Is this your wife? And I'm like, what? <laughs> he is six months younger than me. He had his residency here when he was 20 years old. Amazing. I'm turning 32 next week. We've yeah. been together as like brothers and sisters working together for 12 years. It's and crazy. don't don't let me fool you. We fight like brother and sister too. This business <laughs> will do that to you. So you're locked in. But when you say like what they can do, right? I'll do the cosmetics, but nothing beats the embalming process. And these yeah. two, you know, I won't say names when we have some trade embalmers, but yeah. uh, they literally do such a beautiful job. And what they do for our families is the tissue building, like literally bone talks to the family. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the deceased is insane. They're like, can you do that to me? And I'm like, please, can you do that to me, please? I'm some, some of that tissue builder. Do you think that'll hurt me? Like, if I, can we try? I mean, what will really happen? Will it bubble? Because it does happen with Botox, FYI. Oh, well, I, I, I was unaware. I, I, I'm going in for my first operation. <laughs> I think everybody should have Botox. <laughs> We're going down. Just kidding. But honestly, I mean, as a little, I don't know if you've ever talked about that, but what are people going to look like when they're 80 years old? Like, all I can Whoa. think is 40% of the women are going to have boob jobs, right? Right. I'm, I'm just saying. I just, I'm just thinking. Wow, these are some in deep talks. And like, what are they going to, what are their faces like? They're going to be like, Will, Perfect, will, right? will tissue building never exist again? And I don't know. Like this, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll have to get a Shark Tank idea together. So, like, how to prevent effects from tissue building Botox spaces? So, I will be your first. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Uh, tell us about what uh, you do specifically in your community to get out there, to get your name, because clearly you have a close connection with everyone in your area. And it's evident by the services that you provide and your, the love of your families. What do you do to get out there that maybe other funeral homes would be like, hey, that's something that we could do in my area or kind of spark some interest um, for some new ideas to, to get some, some more business? Yeah, absolutely. So when I first started, my dad's like, you should start, like join the Rotary Club and, you know, be active in the local churches. Yeah. And that, that's all great. And they, they know me from going to the churches. And yeah. Rotary Club, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be able to make every meeting because my families come first. And right. the date that we hold meetings is the date where we usually have funerals on yep. Friday. Yep. So... What I kind of got creative was, you know what, I want to have a mission that we want to support everything local. I know some people go to galas and they give money to more national brands, like uh, whether that's the American Cancer Society or things like sure. that. Instead, I wanted to kind of be the person that facilitated fundraising. So I want to be the person that make something creative and creates events and galas for the community yeah. in my little world. I mean, let's be honest, as funeral directors, 
we plan funerals a whole life in two to five days, luckily enough, maybe five days. Right. And people plan weddings and events over a year plus. Uh So I think we're pretty good at being uh, event planners and facilitators for organizations. So I kind of got really involved in the community, like saying, hey, especially during COVID when there wasn't anything going on. My first encounter was for kids. Um, We talked about how this property is very large, has waterfalls, huge parking lot that goes around. Uh Back in 2020, when I was licensed for only a year, I started a... It's a not-for-profit for the community, whoever is in need. And we would uh, dress up like Disney characters oh, and oh. give out candy. Uh, we'd have sponsorships for the the concessions, the food, the desserts. So they would be a part as our sponsorships. We would hold it here, and we'd have a bunch of volunteers dress up as Disney characters for the kids. So during COVID, when you couldn't go to amusement parks, you couldn't go anywhere, really. Um, I'd have, I had about like 60 characters and then I had 20 performers. I had merm, I had legit mermaids in the lagoon over here. We raised over $5,000 for a local charity. Amazing. Day of event. It was just one day. That's it. And uh, it was just so cool because they're like, this is at the funeral home. And you saw it was a sold out, out event at Glenville Funeral Home. It was just <laughs> in during COVID. So yeah. that's where my, I guess you could say, community involvement really began besides writing checks to, yes, we'll do Little League. Yeah, right. we'll do outing. So I was like, geez, you know what? I don't have to be this all in black, morbid funeral director. I can kind of be like, my authentic real self and just trying to make the world better with the support of the Glenville funeral home, you know, flipping the bill at the end of the day. So yeah, I named that bring back magic. And we've been, this is going to be our fifth time doing something. This, uh, so we've raised money for uh, local charities that are for the backpack program for kids that don't have uh, food when they go to the school, that they don't have money for their lunch uh, money uh we've also done the things my very own which is for kids that are runaways or they don't have family to help them providing cots and things that are basic necessities that we take for granted um also for churches and uh it's just it's very special to my heart and also Mm -hmm. you can have fun and dress up for it so (laughs) i like that so when people see me i'm why you like it I'm known as the Disney princess funeral director in this area, and I'm really not upset about it. As my hair is red, as the Little Mermaid just came out, P.S. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting me know. Yes, everyone go see the Little Mermaid. (laughs) Um, Uh, But, you know, then from there, I got asked to be on a few boards. So starting to help with event planning because I guess funeral directors are the best event planners which I love doing. Yeah. My, my prior life before this, I was a wedding planner. So go figure. Even though I think <laughs> you, I think you might be the better wedding planner. I saw what you made for Connor's uh, 
wedding I, favors. I was I was the the lifter of the situation. I had nothing. Okay. To do. <laughs> uh, I gotta I gotta say that I can't wait for that wedding video to come out. That I know. Fun. The wedding, Irish wedding. It was a big old Irish wedding, and um, my mom and uh, my brother's now wife Molly they they kicked butt Ann Connor. Um, making all these amazing wedding gifts. And then one of my mom's good friends, Megan, helped out a ton. And they made these custom high noon cans with their name on it. They had uh, Chicago Cubs logo peanuts with I, our name. Oh, I it. saw. Like, I was, was very impressed. It was very cool. And everyone, you know, loved all that. And um, the wedding was such such a fun thing. You would have you would have enjoyed to see it because it was, uh, oh, it was very beautiful, very special. Sharing. The yeah. tent was beautiful. I was like, yeah. these boys are going to get a play on my next wedding. Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, my husband. <laughs> Don't say that. He's listening. No. Um, no, but, but yeah. no. It, but the thing about what you did for the wedding, people are starting to do for funerals, too. Right? We customize so much stuff. Yep. I have a local brewery over here that's like, hey, they pre-plan with us. We're going to do a custom brew when – dad dies no kidding yeah and give people that yeah like like the weirdest craziest stuff and now the best thing that we do is what am i going to do with all she loved to read books she loved her cds which like what are you gonna do with cds anymore right he loved his comic books he or she we start like how about we put them on the table say take what you want and spread so keepsakes are becoming a huge thing in the funeral business it is not anymore no those are both those are all really cool ideas and this stuff is at our disposal and it's easier now than ever to make stuff customized whether it's little things like that or or bigger things whatever you want to do we can do different things for families that we were never able to do before and on top of it it's going to kind of expand and show that how much we care um i did want to say about like your your amazing nonprofit work in your community. Do you ever do it as like a a trunk or treat? Because we do that at the funeral home every every Halloween. We do we have a bunch of families come and they go in the parking lot at the funeral home and they decorate. I we should re- next year I'll take pictures and we'll post them. But yes, I love that. Is, I think more funeral homes have funeral. to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's little stuff like that that it's like well, they are very involved in the community and they want to kind of give back and shows kind of the lighter side. And um, that, that kind of just sprung some different thoughts into me. And uh, um, I, I love all the stuff that you're doing. It's really cool. Thank you. And I, you know, I always joke like, we have a hearse. Yes. Yep. And, you know, you grew up in the business, right? Did you grow up behind the funeral home? No, we uh, grew up a mile away. I'm fourth okay. generation, just like you. So same. And I'm also the same age as you. So, whoa, weird. <laughs> well, I always joke around that, like, I'm pretty sure I, I don't know, I don't think pop, but, like, I think I have friends in high school because I had the limousine. And people would just, like, want to hang out with me, be like, Brittany has the limousine. <laughs> and is that, is that an Escalade? Yeah, with <laughs> life, and it says funeral on the side, right? But, like, I joke around so much because when we go on parades and stuff with the fleet, they love it. They think oh, it's yeah. great. Like, and imagine the hearse coming out with candy. Like, the yeah. kids are messed up, even more messed up than they are now. Sorry, I said it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, that's me and all my friends. Like, we would pile in 
to the old funeral home van from your growing up. Actually, so the the show that I'm doing, I'm I'm on like that Hot Wheels NBC show. Yeah, I have to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch everyone. Everyone listening, you got to watch because I'm going to be on TV. Oh my gosh. No, it's it's. I'm gonna be made. That's why I had to get on the interview before you become famous. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. sure. But everyone's gonna make interview. Everyone will get to make fun of me in a whole new way, which will be uh, a pleasant delight. Anyway, so the show is they take uh, an old nostalgic car and they transform it into like a life size Hot Wheel. So what I did for the show was the old funeral home van. So they recreated and tried to make it look like our original. It was like a Dodge Caravan from like 97 or 96. And it was, there were, they had no seats in the back and they had funeral stickers on there, coolers and stuff in the back because we would always use it for tailgating and like transporting all of my family and friends from every other place. So uh, it was really cool to like have that experience. But it just reminded me of what you were saying is like we use the van for like anything and everything. And I don't know if it made us popular or cool, but like people wanted to be in that van. They definitely did. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, like known as the funeral home girl or yeah. I mean, if you honestly, I could take this over here to you. Let's so this is actually this back property. Uh-huh. Right over here, the stairway. So my, my bedroom is like right before there. So okay. I would jump out. So that's how I would sneak out of the house at night. <laughs> and no, I'm not even kidding. Like this like literally my little playground. And we have like this famous like pits area in the back. So people would <laughs> sneak out here in case like the pleats were coming back when we were like in middle school and high school. Like my sanctuary city at the funeral home. I'm not even kidding. My mom, oh my god, she should get on the podcast. She's just like Hi. I, we're going to need to have every single member of Glenville on the pod, it seems. <laughs> I mean, you already got – you got to get everybody. They're just, I mean, we're, we're, we already got up too, so. Well, hey, oh, I have so much to talk to you, but I have to say one thing. We were supposed to get a reality show back in what? 2010. A Canadian company came to us saying, hey – we came across your website and then somebody that you met in passing, they were like, Glenville Funeral Home would be great for a reality show. No kidding. No idea who this person is to this day. I'm in college, right? My uh-huh. dad's like, absolutely not. Like, destroy <laughs> us. And I'm like, I could have been a Kardashian. Like, <laughs> But no, like, it's just crazy. Like, the ins and outs of this business, people will never know until you are in it. It's, no. I wake up with, I wake up and, like, fear, like, oh, my gosh, did I wake up? Did I miss death call? Did I make, did I right. miss the funeral today? Like, you literally eat, breathe this business. And it's, cause it's somebody's life. It isn't, like, selling shoes. You're, no. you're literally taking care of life and somebody's final I don't goodbye. It's just such a big deal. So I know we can laugh about being family owned and but there's nothing. I don't know. Oh, so right now we're going through a website transfer. I don't know who you use. We're We're doing the same thing. Stop. Do you use funeral tech? I'm not going to say. I'm not. Okay. I'm not allowed to say anything. Never mind. No, you You can 
you didn't give me this rules beforehand. Well, you- this is this is a very serious show, and you should know that we would never. <laughs> All right. Anyway, X Y Z. If they want to give me a big endorsement, uh, I'm not oh, going to yeah. anybody. <laughs> sorry, the no, blonde I- hair under the red hair. Sorry, but X Y Z. We're go- This is why. Literally, I think this uh-huh. is where the tonsillitis came from. Yeah. They not only we transferred our new website over, which uh-huh. is stressful enough. We now no longer uses our XYZ software system. We're now yeah. using the new web development system, yeah. and everything broke down. And oh, it's just, like, oh my gosh! Yikes! That's are, you, are you truly going through that right now? Well, um, so ours is in development, so we haven't made any full switches. Um, I've been very pleased so far. So if anyone is looking for a new site, if they want to message us, I can help you out in that way because I don't want to be biased towards any other company or like throw anyone under the bus. But so far, it's been really good, and that sounds like very much like a pain, just like. Having 24, just 24 hours to 48 hours, it will be a pain. That's it. Yeah. But it is so strange because I get it why a lot of older generations are scared to do it. I mean, right. when I were millennials, that was yeah. such a big like shift to have to do that. Yes. Like, like it's time. All this stuff. Yeah. It, it needs to be done. And I, I think most funeral homes that are family like us use a certain provider. Like I said, I'm not going to say but very old school kind of antiquated websites where it's like, Hey, there are better things. And it's just, it's just the nature of like developing as the, as the industry as a whole is like, there are better ways we can go about things. And it's like, you know, go for it. You might as well. And um, I think, you know, it seems like we're both kind of on the forefront with that kind of stuff, which is a very good thing. We, I, we, we didn't even talk more about the show that your family was supposed to be on. So what was it going to be? And like, it was all right. So I don't know if you saw that Netflix show about the family. I, it was just just about like that. The um, I, I never saw it, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So there's me behind the scenes about like what it's like to be in a family business funeral home. You guys and were crushed. I'm pretty sure it was like towards my uh, I call it my Lindsay Lohan stage of life. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone's like, oh my God, this would be great reality TV. <laughs> and, then, and my dad's like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I'm, I'm happy about that because, you know. I know. Not just create my reels and be like, hey. Yeah, hey, you know, We've gotten that so much too. Is like, your family needs to be on a TV show. And I was like, no, we do not because like, you don't no, want you guys- to. You don't want to see the behind the scenes nonsense. It's like it would probably make for great fun drama sometimes because well, like, what you guys post, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't understand because they're not funeral directors. But right. when I see it, like I'm just, it's just like you know, it, they understand. It just you know, it puts a smile on our face and That's it's, it's so about. relatable, so relatable. So so thank you, you guys. Honestly, right. are so entertaining, but. Also, it makes you not feel so, uh, uh, you kind of feel like confused, like, oh, what am I doing here? I'm going nuts. And it's like, wait, uh, they understand. They get right, it, so. right. That's what, yeah, that's, that's why, that's a lot why we love doing it is because like, we're dealing with a lot of hard things every day and anything to bring like some lightness to the matter while at the same time kind of 
you know, helping someone that might be in like a challenging situation is going to be beneficial for everyone involved. So yeah. that's why I love doing it. And then I can also like, instead of constantly have to vent or like to write in a journal, it's like, I'm just going to talk about this. Like, and like, we're going to just spit it out there and then I'll be done. Michael writes in a journal. I'm oh. dead. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't want to see that journal, trust me. Oh, my God. No, no, no. But what you guys are doing is great. And it's, it's special you. what you guys are doing. And Thank educational you. for the next generation, too. Like, we are not all morbid. I've never met a funeral director I don't like. Yeah, maybe, like, some of them, the old school ones, they have a hard shell. But yes. they are probably the funniest, nicest people you'll ever meet. And you know yeah. what? We all Life is stressful. We live in a country where we work, 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 work. Yeah, this, this business is not just work, 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 but work twenty four seven. Yeah, twenty four seven. It is amplified and it's yeah. challenging. So anything you kind of do to break up that that pattern and to to do something a little bit different, um, kind of like what you do at the funeral home, like it's something different. Like people notice different. Does that make sense? Like if you do kind of that the same thing or cookie cutter thing over and over, you know, people will resist things that are different but at the same time it's like that's the only way that you can kind of move on forward is because doing something different like is going to stand out and um that's that's a little bit of what i i think that we're missing sometimes not us but like the industry is like hey oh yeah absolutely and there has to start being a balance between things because you know what you're michael am i saying right cooney is that your last name it is and people should start knowing who Michael Cooney is. And also people should know who Brittany DeMarco Furman is. I change yeah. my name back and forth all the time. <laughs> and, and it's just like, you know what? We are people and we also, we love life too. So it's yeah. like the, the balance between being a funeral director, being there for our families all the time, but taking all those life experiences we're learning as funeral directors and putting it to our own life. Like, Hi, I'm a real person. And I feel like we're finally starting to get that in this industry is that we are not just these, you know, morbid, dark people who, oh my gosh, you have to buy a $5,000 casket. No, we're here to educate you. We're here to be your friends. And we're real people that are going through this with you. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so like we were always like, I kind of, would always shy away, not even shy away. I would, it was more of a resistance from some of my older family members, if you catch the drift, and they weren't my oh, father. Uh, were hi, I get it. So they were always like, you can't say your name. And I was like, people are going to find, like, if this is rolling, like it's been, I'm so very blessed and I'm so thankful for everyone that follows and listens, whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm just being myself. Like we talked about before we got on air, Brittany was like, all I'm doing is just kind of like being myself and just like doing whatever. And that's why I love it. Cause what, but that's besides the point. It's like, we shouldn't have to feel like we need to hide what we're kind of doing because what we're doing is they're good things. And it's like, that's, that's the way of the future is to, to, and it's going to be real. I feel like it took me so long to put the persona of like, yes. Yeah. Mm And try to be like perfect in a way of business, but also not show too much emotion. Yeah. The one that I have the best relationship with is like, I'm not saying I'm a cry or anything, but I'm the one who's there in the trenches with them. I'm holding them. I am there and I'd be like, just talk to me. Like, let's, 
like talk about the person's like name. Like I hate yeah. when people don't, you know, I'm Roman Catholic. I'm born Italian. Yeah. In Roman Catholic churches, but they don't really allow eulogies and they don't talk too much about the person's name. I'm like the complete opposite. I'm your person to be like, let's talk about Nick. Let us talk about what he did and who he was and yeah. even his funny things and his flaws and like, oh my gosh, what you miss about him because so many people are going to come through these doors at calling hours and just be like, I'm so sorry for your loss and not even say his name. So very, yeah. very good. That's something that everyone could take away. I mean, you could take a million things away so far from Brittany, but that's a huge thing. And it's something that I've been trying to do more that you not specifically that, but more like acknowledging that person specifically, because it's some people like feel awkward about the situation. I think funeral directors understand it more. Maybe this is for more people on the opposite side of the people that are grieving, like their friends, but they want to talk about their loved one. They yeah. want to keep their memory alive. And it's like, hey, we can do that with the family. Let's keep their memory alive. And guess what? Dual fold, we can also make the service a little bit more special because we can learn things about whatever it is that that person was into. And then it's like, hey, we can do something a little bit different, a little bit more special yeah. for them. So keep their memory alive. Isn't that what we're trying to do is create that beautiful last memory and that if you do it the, in the right way, it's going to keep their memory alive because it's going to be like, oh, remember the service that we had or um, how special that was. And um, I love that's that's a cool, cool way of putting it um, that I think a lot of people in the arrangements office can can sort of go about things. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's advocating not only for the person who passed away, but also for our profession. Being yeah. able to say, you know what, we are a place, a safe place to talk about the loved one and yeah. celebrate their life. Uh, you know what? When you leave here, you, you keep talking about the loved one. But here's a safe place where we all can celebrate the life and come together and realize how much love was created by this person, the ripple effect. So yeah. it, it's we need to promote that. Funerals are special. You know what? You can have a direct cremation, take the urn and whatever. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm sorry. What are we to do with this afterwards? Will it just end up on your mantle? Mantle will never do anything. We're yeah. there to guide you. So uh, at the end of the day, we have such a special place to not only be there to help the deceased, but we're there to guide the loved ones and yeah. make sure that they know that the person that passed and them, they have a voice. So, Oh, beautiful. Well said. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Oop, that's a death call here. Hold on just a second. All right. I think the students got it. I'm sorry about that. You know, we've been seeing a lot more business come in ever since we started mortuary marketing. And I got to tell you, all the funeral homes we work with, are they're saying the same thing. So what do we do? We run ads on Google and other similar sites that get directed at families that need a funeral home in your area. It then brings them to a page that we've designed for you that gets the family to call you to inquire for your services. It's really increased our volume big time. It's working for my funeral home and I think most parlors could really benefit from its uses. I put a bunch of information in the podcast description. Go check it out. I'm always happy to help talk with you and answer any questions you might have. All right, let's get back to our morbid discussion. A, a brief switch. Uh, have you had, uh, it seems like you would have, because it seems like you were very much like our funeral home. Have you had parties at the funeral home? Have you done things like that? You're, there's, is there one going on in the background right now? 
No, I was like, there was just a bottle of uh, Pinot Grigio. I have no idea where it went. That was really <laughs> There's a prearrangement. I mean, from anything from like, who wants to come and like have a prearrangement? You're like 65 years old. You're like, I got to help my kids. We like, hey, you want a smidge, we call it? You want a smidge? <laughs> but so no, we've had, we've had parties. Actually, today marks two years since one of the biggest parties we've had here. What was uh, the party? Wonderful, wonderful woman. Let me tell you. Uh -huh. When I made that memorial video and I had my earphones in, I'm doing X, Y, Z on the computer. Else, uh -huh. surprise. Fucking asshole, motherfucker, fucker. Like every <laughs> swear word known to mankind. I'm like, oh my God. <sighs> did my phone just get into the memorial video? No, it's this woman's video talking about some nonsense. She has oh. the biggest personality ever. We had her motorcycle in the middle of the funeral home. Whoa, we had shots of Jack Daniels. You know what? We're not supposed to give yeah. alcohol, but it's it wasn't us. Right. It was the family, you know. <laughs> it was the family, okay. Yeah. But right. no, you to stop them? <laughs> I'm only one person. They were all wearing leather, and I was. <laughs> but no, whatever the family needs. When I say sure. you, you are basically renting the facility, and we're here for the services, especially for an urn. You know what? You could have gone elsewhere with that. Thank no you doubt. for choosing us. Yeah, this is your home. Whatever you need. Yep. And you know what? We got Target right across the street. I love that. Wow. So whatever you need, I can find. Yes, literally, you could. <laughs> What about your family? Like, have you done family parties type of things? Like, uh, you know, behind closed doors? I know we have had that a bunch, so I figured it seems like you would have. Like family after yeah. party? Or like your family. Like, have you had, like, events and parties there? Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, we've had tented events. We used to throw luas. Every like, the place is humongous. <laughs> like, we're very lucky when my dad purchased this property. Very yeah. lucky. And we have a huge parking lot. So, yeah, we were, we've were we always been known as the party house. And yes. you can leave your car here. It won't get stolen because we have a huge yep. parking lot. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> fireworks have gone off. And, you know, what? as a funeral director, you know, it's police, fire department. Yeah. And then the funeral home. We're kind of like a little threesome there. We all are friends. So they yeah, see stuff coming to the funeral home. They're like, it's okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, Not maybe nowadays, but back in the no. 90s and early thousands, we were, <laughs> it was just the party place to be. So yeah, we, had, we had my sister's uh, engagement party at the funeral home a few years ago, and it was it was just a wild, fun event. Like all of our friends and family, we had cigars inside. We had to air out the place for like two days. There were sparklers going inside, and like we just renovated. And I'll never forget my friend had a sparkler and he like put it out on the freaking new flooring. And I was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is my sister's engagement. I got to keep it in check. But like, I, there's very few rules that, that I need you to follow. It's like, don't start a fire. It would be yeah, like, just don't do that, please. Anything but that. And it's funny you say that because we ran out of lighters. So I've been doing the matches uh -huh. and then somebody knocked on the door and I got so nervous and it's like, it almost went on like the 80 year old table that we've had in our arrangement room. And I almost caught the whole place on fire like two days ago. But let me tell you, that's neither here or there. This place, 
You got to do what you got to do at yeah. the end of the day to make the family happy. If you want a fire display, sure, put it out there. We've <laughs> had the, the Chinese funerals where they burn actual, not actual, the yeah. fake dollar bills. Yes. I'm over there like, yeah. I'm over there like, is this real? Is this real? <laughs> and Mike's like, Brittany, it's it's fake. Please not stop. Real. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> no, they're burning it outside. They're putting like the, the Hindu ones that have like the, the incense that yeah. I smell to this day. Yep. Yep. Whatever you want, it's your it's your home for the day. That's what we say. So great thing and great motto to have everyone kind of follow. Um, okay, last part. I know you wanted to talk about something um, that's kind of near and dear your heart. I know the one thing I thought I was going to bring up. The one thing we were supposed to talk about that we never got to. Let's let's do it uh, at the very end because I'm sure everyone's going to still be listening because this has been such a fun conversation. So tell yeah. us about that, Brittany. As I have a family that was supposed to be here at five and they're not here yet. So oh, I mean, good. We're getting lucky. Well, <laughs> I mean, they did email me saying, are you there at five? And that's all they emailed me. I'm like, of course I'm here. For, like, you yes. know, yes. and it's like, thank God I got that email at 2 a.m. and I answered it, right? Oh <laughs> but hey, you know, anyone listening, it's a beautiful job. You just got to do what you got to do. Okay? You do. You do. Drink coffee and Prosecco. Yes, for sure. For sure you do. So uh, I, my next endeavor is the Nurse Honor Guard. A little backstory is before COVID, I helped a family. Uh, the loved one who passed was a very influential nurse in the area. Mm -hmm. She uh, taught at schools. She was just very respected in the area. And I wanted to do something special. You know, you can do the candle, get them chimes, play their special music, do what we do as funeral directors. But I'm like, there's got to be something, maybe a certificate, something. Yeah. I Googled special nurse that I don't even know what I Googled, but like a nurse that passed. Uh -huh. And all of a sudden I learned what a nurse honor guard is. Okay. So maybe some people who are listening be like, oh, duh. I haven't uh, heard so. No, there's not one here in the capital region in uh, Albany, okay. New York. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's one out in Syracuse. There's one in Plattsburgh. Uh -huh. So Syracuse is two and a half hours west of us. Okay. Plattsburgh is two and a half, three, three and a half hours north of us. Okay. So I, I emailed them I'm like, hey, I would be so honored if somebody from you could come down and help us for this service. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're so honored, but we can't. I get it. That's a long haul. That's a long haul. Yeah. Even though we know that the military travels pretty far, but that's their job. This is in volunteer work. That's true. Very so true. I was very heartbroken, you know, and you know, the, the service is now two days away. And I became really close with the family and I'm like, you know what? I looked into this. I think this is something I could start. I'm not a nurse, but I could be a facilitator. This is right before COVID. I'm like, I promise you. And we, we became friends too. I promise you I'm going to do this. And they're like, we know you will. And, you know, looking forward to like seeing what you do. Yeah. So a week after I started the Nurse Honor Guard page in the Capital Region on Facebook, started getting a bunch of nurses, and then all of a sudden, COVID hit. Yeah. So that's not the top of mind awareness. No, you know, not quite. Joining this, to, and no one was gathering. So that, and then I became pregnant, kind of put it on the back burner. Yep. So 
But uh, rewind from here about six months ago, I'm like, I've had this in my notes for this long that I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. It's time. You know, yeah. my, baby, my baby is about to turn two at this time. I'm, I'm ready. Congrats. Yay! Mama's <laughs> back. Let's go. <laughs> so I made some connections with the chamber, got my Facebook group going, put some ads out there. I actually found the founder of the Nurse Honor Guard, and she's Great. in connection with me. So I'm creating the 518 518 Nurse Honor Guard. And don't quote yeah. me because I don't know if that's going to be the name, but <laughs> right now we're, we're between names. So on that's June so 20th, exciting. yeah, June 20th, I'm having my first informational meeting. Very to nice. network with nurses, I'm going to have a bunch of the local hospitals and healthcare institutes uh, be there to learn about it and get my sign-up sheets out and be the funeral home that advocates for them. So this isn't just for Glenville Funeral Home. This is this is for everybody. So our competitors, our yeah. ones that are like more than five miles down the road, what, whoever wants this, I just want to be the person that said, hey, I never have to have a nurse not be honored again, especially after COVID, what they did. Yeah. For and as a new mom, I mean, I can't say new, it's two years now. <laughs> I had a C-section and it was just a very uh, crazy situation. My nurses were my moms because my mom couldn't be there. Oh my gosh, I'm going to tear up. Oh, my, <laughs> uh, my mom couldn't be there because of COVID and these yeah. nurses were like my family. And um, so I just want to close with uh, what we're going to be reading out to our families. They're yeah. going to come out in their uniform, just how the military does. They're going to place a white rose either on the casket with the deceased or on the table where the urn is. Uh -huh. And then light the nightingale candle. And they're going to start doing a roll call. And it goes... Nursing is a calling, a lifestyle, a way of living. Nurses here today honor Glenn. And her or his life as a nurse, nurse is always remembered. The years as a nurse, but their difference will never be forgotten. We make those years by stepping into people's lives that will never be forgotten. By special moments, they were there. When a common quiet presence was all that was needed, he or she was there. In the excitement and miracle of birth or in the mystery of loss of life, he or she were there. When a silent glance could uplift a patient, family member, or friend, he or she was there. At those times when the unexplainable needed to be explained, he or she was there. When a gentle touch, a firm push, or an encouraging word was needed, he or she was there. In choosing the best one from a family's box of chocolates, he or she was there. <laughs> to witness humanity, its beauty, in good times and bad, without judgment, he or she was there. To embrace the woes of the world, willingly and offer hope, he or she was there. And now that it is time to be at the greater, greater's one side, he or she was there. Wow. We'll say Michael. 
We honor you this day and give you a white rose to symbolize our honor and appreciation for being our colleague. I would like to invite any nurses to be present and stand to do the final roll call. So then at this time, they ring the bell three times. We officially release you from your nursing duties. And they oh. burn out the candle and they give the candle. I have the chills. I know. And I'm sorry I didn't prepare this beforehand. Oh, yeah. No, you were not prepared for that at all. No, no. I literally can't even, like, read right now. I'm like, my no. mouth is so dry. Oh, it's my perfect. No, no. Wow. That is so, so special. And yeah, I, I think funeral so. directors need to know. Funeral directors need to know yeah, so that this I, is something that they can they, do for You know family. what? I have people who are behind me now to help. Um, you know, if they want to copy my brochure I'm making and I, they can give – they can copy everything I'm doing and do in their own community. Please yeah. let them know. Like if they want to start one, because how nurses are seeing a problem starting one is because they don't know how to contact funeral homes and see if they're worthy to do or they want to do it. Right. We want to do this. So, yeah. Wow. So. Yes, we do for sure. And I think that's awesome. So anyone that's even remotely interested, you got to reach out to Brittany. I'll put her information in the show notes of the page so you can reach out to her um, because that is, I mean, you, you, you've you given me like chills and like, it's just, that is what it's all about. Like that's yeah, why we do what we do. And you have such a big heart and like you can feel it, you can sense it. And um, I just, I'm blown away. Like you're awesome. And I really hope some people will take advantage um, of this opportunity to help more families and make something a little bit special for for the men and women that have worked so hard their whole lives as a nurse like that is a profession as similar to funeral directors that isn't sometimes appreciated enough and that's yeah. why is like that's something that we can do for them because we do have that close connection we work with nursing staff all the time so i i mean i have nothing else to say besides the fact that you're you're just I need to hang up because you're just amazing. I know. You and I could talk all day, so let's just do it together. Um, but uh, <laughs> we'll do it together on three. But Ready, thank one, you. two, three. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. Um, yeah, I, I know all of our funeral directors are going to love listening to you. And um, like I said before, you got to you got to reach out if you're remotely interested into the nursing honor guard. Like that's that's a really cool thing that um, I think a lot of people that are in like medium sized communities that might not have this already. Um, can can try to can try to do so. Um, thank you so much for all the fun conversation and all the time and all the wisdom. And um, you're wonderful. You're great. Well, thank you. You are too. Ah ah. <laughs> all right, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>